0: Temple University is ranked among the top 50 public universities in the U.S. Through hands-on learning opportunities and world-class faculty, Temple students are prepared to soar in their careers. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu slash visit.
1: Recorded live. Shalom. On the Record, this is Minister Cedric Ben Israel, and welcome to Thursday night. Fellowship line. The time now is seven o'clock PM Eastern Standard Time and uh six o'clock PM uh, Central Time. Um who's joining us
0: this evening for uh for fellowship? Shalom, this is Brother Andrew on the phone. The shalom Andrew's brother the record. Shalom Nation, shalom brother.
2: Shalom, brother. Anyone else?
1: Okay. Um so throwing on the record again, this is Minister Cedric. Um and let the record reflect that uh we are now going into a uh break again. We will be resuming, uh zooming classes will be resuming April sixth. Um, and um, basically just take this time to uh <laughs> meditate on your studies as far as your classes and in terms of your real estate, uh, endeavors. Um, yeah, make sure you guys do that. And Lord, let me just say that I am so grateful that St. Patrick's day is officially over. <laughs> I am so glad brother. Brother Andrew. Yes, brother. Did uh did uh they have like any Saint Patrick's Day celebrations in Canada?
0: Yeah, they had it when was it? Two days ago. One three days ago.
1: Okay, and that was the only day that anybody actually really celebrated anything?
0: You well, know, you have some hardcore I guess St. Patrick's fans celebrated for more than one day. So you got okay. some people that celebrated all week, you know. You got oh, okay. like leprechauns and stuff like that.
1: Oh, okay. Because I'm telling you, when I say that the people we had, it was told to me that it was supposed to be like three million people down here, and well, down here where I'm located in Georgia, and It's just amazing because soon as March hit, it was like the first day of March. I'm not lying to you. The first day of March, people were already dressed in green, drinking. I mean, it was like, are you serious? It's not even St. Patrick's Day. Like, basically, people had been partying pretty much like two weeks straight before March 17th, and it was like... Wow, these guys really are pagans. Like they don't really care. As long as there's beer and, and fornication anywhere, people will people will go up, get dressed up. I mean, it was like Halloween all over. except it was beer for everybody. Because, no, like seriously, because it gave it gave women, especially our women, to dress like sluts. Excuse my French, but that's the truth. And it gave our brothers the chance to basically be hypocrites and it basically gave uh you know Caucasian counterparts to be exactly who they are and see and we have to basically understand that they are honoring who they are they they this is their celebration you understand what i'm saying these are their traditions so you can't really fault them you know for doing what it is that they do naturally and that's basically be a whore for their God, that's exactly what they do. But then when you have your brothers who are the said so-called Negro and they're, you know, they're women parading around trying to emulate these Caucasoids, talking about, oh, well, it don't really matter what it. It doesn't really matter. I mean, we shall all just get along. What does getting along have to do with you honoring somebody else's God? Hmm. That has absolutely nothing to do with you honoring someone else as God. What's your what's your, what's your take on that, brother?
0: You're yeah, absolutely right, brother. And point blank, period. Everything's expressed. Um, you know what? First and foremost, I I I I'm agreeing exactly what you're saying, and I'm adding on to what you're saying because a lot of people, you know, you can't dissing, You can't force the horse to drink from the well. You know, so. Mm-hmm. Uh, I realize that a lot of people, they have to be spoken into a manner that they can put a vision to what's being said. And a lot of times, government, law, and commerce is the vision, but they cannot see it. Why? Because many, many of the times people don't know anything. Like they know a lot about nothing. They know how to explain things uh, they know they know how to speak about certain things, and they know how to uh, ex- uh, uh, um, get the gist of it. You know, mm-hmm. but when it comes to like understanding, comprehending, knowing the intent of why these things operate, government law, and commerce, um, you know, knowing why and when these things are operating, and and, and so forth and whatnot, they don't really have. No knowledge of. So when it comes to an individual, like, you know, if you ask the individual, what is halal? Why why does Popeyes do halal? And why doesn't McDonald do halal? What is that? Why is that so? That halal is a form of government towards another individual's nation. Mm Period. It's no different from we, the Hebrews, keeping our feast days at uh, in a specific order at a specific time. It's no different. they acknowledging it, they're acknowledging their order through their power and how they see the power and how they can ma- make manifest of the power that has been shown unto them. But a lot of people, they cannot make manifestation or, or, or make heads or tails of the same goals of what's been given to them because they don't even know where they stand. They don't know What's really in their mental, and they don't mm-hmm. even understand what's empowering them. For All they know, they call it Saint Patrick's Day. I don't even know that one. No Saint Patrick, I haven't done no history. I don't. I ain't looked at him, but I what he was probably Irish, maybe a Moor. I don't know. You know, I don't know, right? Right. So, <laughs> and I know if he was a Irish and if he was a Moor, that has nothing to do with getting drunk.
1: And, and and may I also, and may I interject for just a moment, brother? I think I said just last year. We was having a con—we was having a discussion at our job. Uh, just some—it was just a random discussion at our job amongst you know the workers. And this young uh, Caucasian lady, well, young girl, she's from North Carolina. And I and I and I think I told you guys that she. She basically said, I just really don't understand the people here. And I said, well, what do you mean? I'll never forget it. She was just like, because how are you guys celebrating? She said, I don't understand why they're wearing green. They should be wearing blue, and they shouldn't be drinking. I said, what do you mean? And she said, well, they're they're backwards in this tradition. She said that they shouldn't be wearing green. They should be wearing blue. St. Patrick's Day is to honor the death of St. Patrick. They're not honoring any. That she said that she said in the liquor houses and the beer houses were closed on St. Patrick's Day, and I brought that same thing up this year, and one of the caucasoids basically said. Well, this is America, and this is how we do it. And I say, you know what, and that's just the problem because America, and just by that, it just goes to show you that everything that has ever been considered wrong anyplace else is basically considered right and righteous here. And it just goes to show you how backwards in nature this this corporation really is, and they're only doing it. For the benefit of the corporation, they don't care anything about these people. But another thing I noticed is you said something too. Or you said something just a few minutes ago, brother, about our brothers and sisters who are they're 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 walking around celebrating something that they don't really know anything about. Because I bet you, if you go ask the common average African American in 2015, what is St. Patrick's Day, they can't even tell you. And that is a problem
3: Hmm.
1: because it could have been, I mean, like seriously, that's a problem. And the reason why I say it's it's like this, it's like somebody basically say, I want to go and join a fraternity. And you go and try to join a fraternity, but you don't know anything about the fraternity, you know anything about the organization. You don't know what they, you don't really know what the extracurricular activities consist of, and you don't know the history of the organization. What good is it going to do you, well, why would it be beneficial to you to celebrate something that you are very unaware of? And it's the same type of mindset that our brothers and sisters seem to have when it comes to these holidays. And then when they meet people who are basically saying, "I don't celebrate that because it's pagan in origin," they're all they're, most of our brothers and sisters are quick to say, "Well, you crazy! You don't know what you're talking about. We've been doing this for years. Oh, I want to hear that pagan stuff because God can only judge me and all this other different things. But it's going to be the same God that's going to send hell's going to send a hailstorm over your damn head and burn your ass up because you." Fail to realize that you cannot honor anything that is absent of the Most High. Those holidays have anything anything to do with the Creator. It only has anything. It has more or less to do with the people who made it. Hmm. And I mean, our brothers and sisters really have. They pretty much have fell off the deep end. I, I mean, it was. Horrible the last couple of days in Savannah. I mean, it wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. Of course, it was crowded, but I just didn't see people just falling all over the place. But, I mean, I would be passing people by and they just stink of alcohol. Some people smell like they haven't took a bath in two days because they were out partying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) That's how bad it was. That's just how bad it was.
0: I'm laughing because I'm in school. So, yo, when I'm in school, I'm currently in in, in some in some institution and um self-teach myself. I'm not even saying in stuff. Self-teach mm-hmm. myself, right? And that day they set it up, you see, that's the thing, you know man. They you see now huh, they set it up, they they handed out flyers.
3: Brother, you all right? Hello, brother
1: Andrew, you there? All right. Looks like brother Andrew might have fell off the call. But yes, for our future brothers and sisters who may be listening to this in the future, man please understand
2: that when
1: when you don't
0: when yes, you don't
1: my, sorry about that brother Andrew. oh go ahead brother i'm sorry
0: no sorry about my phone not disconnected um okay yeah you know um yeah so as i was saying what what is it that the institution had done, they had let everybody have known that St. Patrick's Day will be occurring. And on that day, like so it happened, I guess, on a Tuesday or a Wednesday, and they were handing out flyers about free pancakes from last, the week before, on the Friday, right? So let's say the Tuesday was on the 12th. The Friday would probably be the 9th or the 10th, right? And they mm-hmm. handed out there is free pancakes on St. Patrick's Day from morning until 11 p.m. So it's just funny how thing takes effect off of something that has no value. Mm-hmm. And whatever value that it may have, everything's affected to that which is not essential to whatever value can whatever value is really instituted in, except Saint, Saint Patrick's Day. You know, because on a, if it's if it's if it's Easter, they they will edify about Easter. But as far as I know, they haven't edified upon what Saint Patrick's Day is. That hasn't been clarified, that, that you know, that hasn't been taught in schools, and that's kinda you know, that's kind of different to me. Because if something's supposed to be in representation or if something's supposed to be complimenting a a God in a sense, right? If something's supposed to be complimenting a god or the effects of whatever God that nation may be, that should be because mm-hmm. all these quote-unquote, holidays is some form of fashion complementing their power, their creator, their maker, their supplier. Mm-hmm. But doesn't it say, in God we trust upon their dollar bill? So, essentially, we just have to comprehend what's powerful unto them. What do they count to have power? Mm-hmm. Because... The same way how the school, the institution, hands out flyers ahead of time to get people on that boat to start coming about and joining the bar. The bar is next to... The funny thing is the bar is next to the pancakes. So the same way how the institution can hand out flyers and prepare individuals to get free pancakes but chill by the bar from morning to night, the same way how the corporations... Operate the same way. They know Black Friday is coming. On up. oh boy, that's planned off five years in advance. Don't talk about a week, maybe even more. <laughs> Christmas, <laughs> that, you know. So that,
2: yo, I,
1: I find it so hard to understand. That even though there are people out here basically saying over and over and over, it, it's even gotten to the point that well, even the Caucasoids are telling some of these folks what the whole deal is behind a lot of this stuff. Our people just seem to not get it. I, and that, this, I mean, at some point, I don't expect the Caucasoids to really get it because see, they're gonna do. They feel like in this, in this. You know, in this matrix, they can get away with doing stuff like that it's not been It's not beneficial for them, but they can get away with doing that because of who's governing them but then, when you look at our brothers and sisters, and you have someone basically telling you kind of like- like flat out in your face like what it is, and if you can't make sense of it. I'm just saying, if it doesn't make sense to you, why participate in it? And, I mean, you know, I guess it's just this mindset our brothers and sisters have. It's kind of like, well, I just have to answer for that when the time comes. Well, I mean, that time will be coming pretty soon, you know, and... I would hate to have to, you know, I would hate to have to wonder what is going. What a lot of folks will, you know, what their reasoning is for a lot of the things that they continue to do. Now, if there's people out there who are basically saying, you know, maybe I shouldn't do this, maybe I should just chill out from this. I think I'll probably just stop. And it which is happening every day, most people are basically deciding they don't want to do certain some of the stupid things that America and Entices them to do, you know. But you have that. You still have that. That you still have that bunch of people who just think, "Oh well, you only got one life to live." But as I come to learn, that it's not yours. It does hmm. not belong to you. It's not your body. You're, oh, speaking of that, I heard. I saw the most stupidest thing. It was a. It was supposed to be a meme on Facebook. Somebody said it. Oh, well, the soul is God's, but the body is yours. I was like, no, the body is not yours, and the soul is not yours. The soul is the most high, and the body is the most high. It's just like basically getting a house. It's still no different because at the end of the day, You did not build it. If you bought it, you didn't build it. Now, if you build it off the ground, that's totally different. But even still, you didn't build your body. You didn't put life into your body. Something loaned it to you. Something basically invested some type of equity in you and basically felt like you were worthy enough to even have that body. But Mm. it's still not yours. Why else would the Bible tell you not to mutilate it or put all kinds of tattoos on it? It's not yours. Hmm. But at the end of the day, you have people in this mindset, they still feel like, hey, you know, this is my life. Only the decisions are yours. (laughs) Only your free will belongs to you. But at the end of the day, all your free will and your choices are designed only to show just how the Most High actually executes law, natural law that is. But your body and your soul don't belong to you. But this is why a lot of people feel like, they, this is why a lot of people are in a position at the end because of that type of mindset. But eventually, when they, whether they come to the terms or not, they will eventually see it. And again, you know, I always say hopefully it don't be too late. You know what I'm saying? Um, I'll, op- I'll open up the floor for some topics. Um, brother if you um have any topics you wanna to share, is there anybody else on the line that joined the line since I myself I myself and um brother Andrew have been conversing?
0: Okay. Um so, brother, oh, right, I have, brother. Yeah, brother. Um I believe Ema had brought up this information about some um Ima Yaru had brought out this information some time ago. And it's pertaining okay. to she was talking about renewable energy and uh pretty much the gov I'm not too sure. I think I believe she was saying that the government is going to start making it mandatory for them to use your use your either parts of your property or parts of or or or, or some of your energy. Do you recall what you were saying? No, uh,
2: I don't, brother.
0: Okay, because um. Here in Canada, it's funny because if you have, let's say for example, you have your own place and you have some kind of vegetation on your own pa- on your own place, some kind of uh, you you're growing your own garden. Mm-hmm. They 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 you can't grow your own garden unless you get passed by. The government to go ahead and do so, or 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 you get uh, uh, um, some kind of um, license to do so. You know, unless you meet certain standards.
1: Right. I mean, well, all right. Well, well. Let me ask you this: What do you think about it? Before I respond, what do you think about that?
2: Um,
0: there was pros and cons. Now, um. Right now, I'm going to say there's more pros than cons in that. But on a global scale, that's not a good thing if there's certain things not set forth from the very beginning. If there's certain things not established and declared and from the very beginning. Because at the end of the day, it's like, it's like an individual trying to contract with the most high and say, okay, you know what? As you said, right? You gave me the soul, Mosai, and I'm gonna use my body to do some of your stuff, but I'm still gonna do what I like to do. Well, check check this out.
2: Mm-hmm. Um.
1: Well, this is my opinion on that, but most of it is probably going to just be centered around, you know, exactly what we always talk about in the nation. You know, I guess when it comes to uh, ownership of this particular land, you know, you understand that the average American under this particular uh, matrix, we don't have ownership of the land. And, you know, we we not have, you know, we have custodial for ownership of the land, not possessorship. And because we don't own the rights necessarily, we don't necessarily own the rights to the soil and, and, and being that, you know, if we did, let's just say we did have a deed to the land, but we don't necessarily have, like, some type of trust to put it underneath or some type of state or jurisdiction that's not with, you know, within the uh, borders of the United States jurisdiction, then that means that land still is held uh, tenure under the United States corporation. And that pretty, I mean, in all honesty, I just come out and just say it, I don't really see anything wrong with it only because, this is their property. It's the United States property. What I think they're actually doing is pretty much just kind of like giving everybody public notice that uh, because it was probably unclear for a lot of people since they just didn't come right out and tell people, oh, well, you know, uh, the land is pretty much owned by the United States of America, uh, the United States government. It's uh, federal property. It doesn't really belong to you. So you can't really plant your vegetables. You can't really plant a plant, uh, plant a garden. I'll say you can't plant a garden without us um without us regulating it. But I mean I think that's really interesting though. I, I find that very contradicting though uh, to the fact only because right where I live, I, I, I will not kid you not. There is a family. Uh, a Caucasoid family that lives just right behind my house and they have a garden and then right across the street from them is a uh, uh, so-called Negroes who have used this particular, I guess it's a a city garden that's right across the street but predominantly the only people who actually use it is the people who is the uh, so-called African-Americans who live right next to the garden. But I guess this is the difference between the city garden and, and the Carcassonne garden. But long story short, I still see people who, I mean, I don't know the circumstances of, you know, their land ownership, but they are planting gardens. They are they are planting gardens. Now, eventually, so they may get caught and they may get fined, but, I mean, you know, I see them doing it all the time. But uh, in regards to, um, in regards to the United States regulating their own property, I mean, they got much. To, they have the right to do that. You know, I mean, it would be no different than when we, you know, start to institute and lay down our laws. We'd be able to do the exact same thing.
0: You see what I'm saying, brother? yes I do brother i, yeah, I if we'll be
1: able to do the same thing
0: I absolutely do I, the the reason why I was saying there's pros and cons on it yeah um, I was saying the cons the cons and negative things about that is for the fact that you have to um, you have to grow it according to the standards. And you have to be using it only for the use in what the government wants you to use it for. That's the cons on it as an individual. So, yeah. but, as, yeah. but but the way and how it's done, I can't say there's anything wrong. The way and how it's done is definitely not wrong. It's not unlawful, especially right. the way how people had addressed it. Right. You know. but, um uh, but in Canada, you can't you can't choose to make it how you want to make it. You have to if you have it, you have to grow it according to uh, the standards and and, and, and and the intent of what the government says. Or otherwise it's well,
1: not well, you know, I think that's really, really interesting, though, because you said that it's according to how they want you to use it. So mm-hmm. um I just keep thinking like what if what if they basically just wanted, what if they want you to basically say, um, oh, boy, the Internet's been watching me, huh? Okay. <laughs> anyway, um, what if they want
0: you to only use GMO crops? Hmm. <laughs> if they That's wanted really you, interesting. If they wanted you to only grow GMO crops, you know what? Yeah. It's either it's either one or two things. It's either you is either you say no and you tell them the reason why you say no, and you clarify that you have good reasons why you say no, and you pay a fine. Um, uh, not a fine. You pay a either annual fee or whatever. You pay a fee. <laughs> Or they, or or you just continue to get fine, 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 fine until some kind of resolution can come about that is satisfactional, that is that is satisfying, mm-hmm. you know, that is satisfying towards toward them. You know, um, do I see anything wrong with that? Of course, you know, because I have a friend right now. He's he's uh, studying like herbs and. The natural ways and plants. He's 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 um can't remember what he's doing for what he's going to school for, but pretty much he told me that GMO is just a mixing of like uh two things that are not supposed to be together. It's just a very simplified form.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah.
1: You know? Um. Well, let well, let me just say this. There's um. Uh, there is a lady by the name of. My, my, Maya, and she has. Uh, I, I just found out about this lady uh, yesterday, and um, she does like this uh, drink, electric Maya, electric something like that. You should check her out. She's pretty interesting, um, and okay. she deals with Doctor Sebi. Her and Doctor Sabi. I think she's Doctor Sabi's consort, if I'm not mistaken. But yeah. um. She mentioned that she was just – this was back in 2012 when she made the documentary. Uh, I guess she does, like, little cooking shows. And she brought up the whole thing about the tomatoes. And, and I actually did uh, – uh, I did a paper on this in uh, Global Issues and about GMOs. And I was basically talking about how they would basically extract the cells from fishes. To basically, in, in uh, or isolate the sale, some some type of sales from fishes and put them in, um, in tomatoes. And Maybe. I was like, that is a bad sign. Like, you know, you don't want to, you don't want to have anybody manipulating your food. I don't. I mean, if if there's nothing wrong with it, don't try to fix it. Hmm. And see, we understand that all of this whole introduction of uh, GMOs. Oh, and speaking of, before I move on, now they've manipulated the uh, apples to keep them from turning mm-hmm. brown.
2: Uh-huh.
1: So it's crazy. Now They moved on from the apples. Now they're about to start doing oranges, strawberries, uh, bananas, and cherries. So supposedly, because I didn't hear too much about it, but it was just in an article somebody was uh, something some article that was passing along going on Facebook. But long story short, you don't want anybody to be manipulating your food because it can change the quality of your food. First of all, all food should be perishable at some particular point, and if you're making food that don't perish then obviously it's, something, it's going to be something Something else that's going to be wrong with that food because mm-hmm. there are certain things that – certain foods you don't mix together because they'll create different – I mean, they'll create – because the food will basically change in its nature, in its design, uh, and it won't function the way it's supposed to function in your body. It may create all kinds of health problems. And that's what a lot of people, you know, I had some students who looked at me sideways when I mentioned this to them, and they were just like, well, it's just food. ain't that serious. Yeah, but it's food that's going into your body. There's food, and then there's food that's going into your body. See, it's all right because it's outside of your body. It's in a box or in a skillet. But once that food is consumed and broken down and it gets in your system, that's where it all changes. Because you can't, you can't go inside your body and stretch that food out. Your body does all of that work for you, but it's going to do other things too. But, yeah, man, um, like you said, you know, they regulate, like, like we both agreed. you know, they do regulate it the way that they want to regulate it. But I was just thinking, like, what if you can only grow GMO crops? That would be crazy. That would be real crazy. But, you know, this is what it is. You know, it is what it is. When you're living under someone else's house rules, you got to do what they say. And if you don't like it, you build your own house. At least that's, you know, that's the politics of being living in a house or living with someone <laughs> or being a stateless individual. And on that note, how are you, brother?
2: hmm
1: no, this is better,
2: Andrew.
0: <clears throat> um. Well, I have um. I've heard of this solar eclipse that will be happening tomorrow. Oh wow! Okay. And I guess what happens every hundred years or so—I'm I'm not too sure—but it's very rare to see one. And I know it's going to be—it's <clears throat> going to be happening around England areas. Like you're going to be able to see from England areas. Now, one thing that really sticks out to me is that solar eclipse—you know—it's essentially when the sun is being blocked by the moon. Um, the sun and the moon is out, and the sun is being blocked by the moon. And um, a lot of people have been doing a lot of study on, on, on the course of nature and so forth and whatnot. The wrong intent, though. right? Many of them just been studying about it and how they can make a money off of nature, how they can make a hustle off of nature. You know, as I you know, it, many corporations, if they could bottle air and sell it, they would. And that's essentially what they're doing with nature. Now, Columbia School, I'm learning about different technologies, and technologies, it's really something. You know, technology is really something. And it is innocent. It's just like knowledge. It is innocent. But when you take something and use it, for your own intent, so that your goals are established, and only your goals and you don't care about nothing else that's 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 destructible that's destructible so like mm. I read with right now all there's technologies that are able to convert energy from um, from from different from different elements of nature. And um, it's funny how there's supposed to be a solar eclipse on March t- tomorrow, and then there's supposed to be a, excuse you, there's supposed to be a lunar eclipse. I think beginning of April, and I, I really, I really, you know, I really wonder, like, like, where are people's minds at? When they see these things happening that never did happen before in, 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 in history, you know, because it's it's it, as far as I could tell, I see, I've noticed that a lunar eclipse has been happening. Uh, um, you know, as I've done my research, I've done, I realized that it's been happening, it's been occurring in a consecutive basis. And the people that realize that it's occurring in a consecutive basis were able to 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 pinpoint that these things are actually made mention of in the scriptures, you know. Mm -hmm. So 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 like what like I'm still trying to figure out how is it that people use elements of nature. And make idolatry out of it, and still don't comprehend the essence of nature. Mm. You know how 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 it's how it's supposed to be just be used to, to 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 for you. It's supposed to be used so that you can see the manifestation in how the most operates, but not to. Not to be, you know, become no idol worshiper of, 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 of his deeds, in a sense. Mm-hmm. The scripture clearly said we're not supposed to really put no image to, 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 to the force of anything on earth, beneath the earth, or above it. You know, and 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 and, and, and there's reason to that. Mm-hmm. You know, but now it's like every, you know, people are making a. Uh, 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 um, an event, an amusement event out of the courses of nature. And, you know, like this whole solar eclipse, it's <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's, trust me, man, it's crazy. They're making it, they're making it like, like, like it's like, a, like the Olympics game, man, you know? They <laughs> get all hyped up about it and, you know, some people are gonna treat it like another St. Patrick's Day in a sense and, yeah,
1: you're talking yeah. about the the solar equinox, right? Um, well, that's well. From what I from I think from what I've read uh, in the law dictionary, it basically talks about the equinox, but it, they're saying that it's two equinoxes per year. There's one, and I forgot when the first. I forgot when the second one is, but I think the first one is sometime around March. So, um, yeah, I think this is the equinox. And you, I mean, it's no different than sun god worship, really. I mean, but, you know, you said a heavy statement. How is it that you uh, take nature and make gods out of it and still understand it? And I think that's just it because they can see it. They just don't know the utility of it. And this is why they have problems distinguishing, I mean, it's the same thing, it's the same problem you see with Christians who can't really distinguish the the story of the said Jesus and the reality of the man behind the Jesus story. And part part of that is because they don't, number one, they don't read the Bible, that's number one. Then number two, they don't really question what's being taught to them about who this man is. So they'll say, well, this is why a lot of people are still believing that some man is supposed to come from the sky and save them, you know, some sky daddy. And, you know, that's that's partly due because they don't understand, they don't stand, not even the things that they turn into idols, they don't even understand that. And because they can't understand it, they have to make use of it the best way they know how. Some people, like, I'll give you an example. You ever seen this movie called Conan the Barbarian? No, I have Conan. Yeah, Conan the Barbarian.
0: Which was a movie?
1: Yeah, that's a really good movie.
0: Wow bro I I seen that movie like probably like 15 years ago man
1: Oh um, man <laughs> <laughs> I don't well, remember. It's um it's it's like that It's I, I mean the prime example that's a prime example of of what it is that you're talking about these people basically take nature and make gods out of it but they still not even, they still don't understand it they still don't understand nature itself. I I remember watching that movie, and I just remember it was like three different scenes where there were people. I mean, they must have traveled from all over, and you know, some, the guy Conan he would basically be traveling through the different areas, and he would see all the people in these different little groups, and um, um. Uh, they would just be crying and they would all be dressed alike, but they would all be, like, it would be really confusing as to which God it is that they were actually supposed to be honoring because, I mean, I'm not really sure why, but it was really confusing as to which God it was they were supposed to be honoring at a particular time. But I do know that even the guy Conan himself uh, basically, he there was a part in the movie. He was talking to this. He was talking to this fellow who, who looked like he was a Tartar. And mind you, uh, Conan was supposed to be Sumerian.
2: Hmm.
1: And Conan and, and the guy over over a uh, uh, fire they were eating, and Conan bust out and said, "I worship Krom. No, he was saying something about uh Crom knows something. I can't remember exactly verbatimly, but the guy bustling to say, "Your God is." He said, "Your God is." He was saying something in the terms of, "Your God is null." He said, "Doesn't really do anything." He said, "My God, He controls." Now this is the guy says. He said, "My God, He controls." He can. I think he said he controls. Uh, the four winds, or something like that, and and so Conan was just kind of like, well, nothing is greater than Crom. Now I'm saying to myself, I wonder though, I'm I'm wonder, does Conan, while he's saying it to this guy, does he fully comprehend what he's saying to this guy? Because this guy is basically telling him in so so many words, Crom is not he he's nothing compared to nature hmm. he's nothing compared to nature, but Conan, on the other hand, was convinced that Crom, who he had believed would even you know, believed to be some supreme God, he convinced himself and he tried to convince the other guy who was telling him that nature was greater than Crom, but he was just like, no, Crom is greater.' And that is, that's just the thing. Our brothers and sisters have that same complex. They will, they'll make a God out of anything. As I said, as I said before, you got brothers and sisters who didn't need to know anything about themselves other than being African American, and as soon as somebody told them that they were Moors, then it just took on a whole nother different thing. They were Moors, they were Israelites, they were Cushites, they were Egyptologists, they Kemites, Asar, Asud, Sedi. Uh they they were all these different things and making gods out of all these other different Babylonian gods and saying that we shouldn't be celebrating Jesus, but we should be celebrating these Egyptian gods. And I'm like Wow, so you went from one form of idolatry to the next form of idolatry, and you're still a slave to somebody else. You're, all the, more, you're the all the more dead. You're all the more dead to yourself because you went from one form of death to another form of death, and that other form of death is creating a God out of something that you had no knowledge of. You can't even make hands and tails of it. It ain't even your God. That was a God that was designed for somebody else and they own idolatry, and you would adopt it. Our our brothers and sisters who are calling themselves Negroes have now gone out and adopted other gods and saying, well, this is our God, and this is what we should be celebrating, not Jesus. Well, what makes him and Jesus any different? Both of them were designed by, by people from different nations that had nothing to do with you. But it's the same kind of, it's the same type of mentality we've always had, and it's always gotten us in trouble. Especially when we were dealing with the Moabites, when we were dealing with the Philistines, when we were dealing with uh, the Egyptians, when we were dealing with the, uh, with the Persians, when we were dealing with the Assyrians. This is the same type of mindset. But it it all goes back to them just not understanding utility of these gods. They don't really know. How to use these guys, or they just don't even know anything about these guys that they so-called claim to have created, quote unquote. They don't know, and that's where they always shall fall. That's where they always fall short of ignorance. No, they'll, no, they don't have a problem falling short of ignorance. They pretty much have done that quite well. They, they got, they got that, they got that under the belt. Ignorance is just basically what they
0: are, but. I mean you see that 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 now yeah. that's that's um now that's something because um i i i i i never had seen that 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 movie, but for me hearing it it's as if that a lot of people it's, i can see the scenario of of the fact that you know it's it goes right back to the manner in people trying to exalt. Their power, their God, and not comprehend essence. You know the essence in what um, the essence and what the natural force, being the Mosai has. You know, paved the way for them to operate under. You know that the fact is that it's very simple. Mm-hmm. Natural beings for natural law. It's what? very simple. That's it, right? You know, Paul says comparing spiritual at least it comparing spiritual things with spiritual. Right? So we know that in natural things it has a a spirit that is connected to that divine spirit that operates nature. So for people to be, you know, not caring about um, you know, why why not caring about things of, of law and not caring about things that happen around the world and only trying to focus on, you know, whatever their own common goals may be, that doesn't make no sense, you know. Um, it doesn't make no sense, you know, because, um, like, I was reading this news I don't know if you heard about Netanyahu being reelected. And, oh, uh,
1: he won his election, huh? Yeah. Oh wow. I ain't even surprised though.
0: <laughs> not,
1: not, right. right. I'm know. not surprised. I mean, it's a, I mean it's a democratic government. If it's anything, look, I will say this and then I I'll, uh, I I'll yield. If that government is anything like the United States government, he didn't get elected into office. Just, you know, just so a lot of people know. So on the public record, this is Minister nothing Yahoo just got reelected to office. But what you have to understand is that that government, the government of the state of Israel, is no different than the United States of America. They both are democratic. But Israel, just as much as the United States, is still under the Trust of the United uh, of the international bankers, they had a hand in his election, and they put him in that particular seat. So I wouldn't I wouldn't doubt you know at all that you know this guy pretty much got in there
0: based on some vote.
2: Mm-mm. <laughs> but I
0: mean, mm-hmm. good luck with that, and now you brother. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's the thing because um, <laughs> a lot of people they feel bad. You know, they don't like the fact that Netanyahu. I know a lot of. I know. I know some people don't like the fact about what Netanyahu does, and you know, he's he. They say he's a bad individual and things of that sort. And you know, it's like it's like how can how can um, a individual really be on good terms and speaking to another individual, but behind the back they're going to be you know, back-talking that same individual. Because in the same article, it was even saying that the United States is going to be uh, reassessing, um, reassessing the... Let me see if I can pull it up. Uh, this the United States is evaluating its policy towards Israel in the wake of Benjamin Netanyahu's re-election and campaign statements. This could involve passing a United Nations resolution condemning Israel settlements. Settlement. You know, so I, I I just I just find it I find it. I find it I find it weird because one aspect, United States, they're pretty much commemorating Netanyahu upon his election, mm-hmm. but I'm pretty sure that they are going to be involved in the uh, uh, the condemnation towards the actions of Israeli. And and how they can be resolved with all that was happening with them in Gaza, mm-hmm. you know, if they are not gonna be blatantly condemning, they're gonna be sending out leaks, you know, um, you know, or they're gonna somehow cover their steps, and they might help one party to get certain information that can be held up against Israeli, but at the same time, they're just gonna be. Trying to stay on the good terms of israel you know so it's like it's like if a lot of people that don't see that you know because everybody is busy and having their own time and trying to chase their own dreams but for a lot of people that don't see that and don't realize the importance of why you know the scripture says be circumspect right so that doesn't only mean chase after your dreams and don't comprehend what's happening about the things, you know. Because I'm pretty sure, uh, if people would actually look into the things that they do, no matter what it is they do, no matter what it is, they look into the things that they do and actually comprehend the essence of why that thing is. It w- it, it, it 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 will un- open their minds and start it will open their minds and they'll start waking on up. But people don't people don't try to learn things to comprehend the essence.
3: People
2: mm-hmm. are
0: essentially now in this day and time in this set twenty first century, people only learn things just to know it so that they can either get uh, uh some form of recognition either by a piece of paper or mm-hmm. by tuition or by a man. And not even by the Mosai. <laughs> you know, not even by the Mosai. And that's the reason why the Messiah stated, you know, Matthew 12:36. I'm going to paraphrase. Um, but I say unto you, every either word that man shall speak, there shall give account in the day of judgment. For by thy words thou shalt be justified, and by thy words thou shalt be condemned. You know, so it's very important for individuals to comprehend what they're doing. The essence of what they're doing. Because... The words that they speak forth, the words create an image, and an image that they have in their mental. If it's not balancing in nature, it makes no sense. It's really just doing the opposite. It's really causing destruction. Down somewhere down the road, somewhere down the line, that's all it's going to be doing. You know. Yes, sir.
3: Um,
2: you said.
1: Give me just a second. I just lost my train of thought. I was gonna see. I was gonna speak on this article because what something you just said that basically tied into this article that I was uh, about to read. Something basically, uh, you know, you didn't say it verbatimly, but it was on the lines of our brothers and sisters basically being in a savage state of mind and not comprehending what's actually going on around them. And um, there's this article I, I uh, basically uh, emailed to myself today from current, countercurrentnews.com and it says, Cod says killing black people is okay because it's not against the law to put an animal down. And that stuck out to me, and not to say that you know, I I agree with police killing our brothers and sisters, but there are situations where a lot of our brothers and sisters don't understand. Their, they don't understand their status. They don't understand their statuses. And they don't understand why the principalities are opposed to the way, to their lifestyles or the way that they live in this government. And they think because of everything to do with their skin color. And it, it really isn't. At some particular point, you basically reduce yourself to obese. And so when you basically are... Number 1 when you are in a position where you really have no civil rights. Number 2 when you are a stateless individual, you have no you have no nation to back you, you have no different jurisdiction. And then number 3 when you when you have put yourself uh in a when you put yourself in a situation where you don't really govern yourself, someone has to take care of you, they basically consider you as disposable so so um what ends up happening is what ends up happening is a lot of the people basically ends up thinking. That, oh, someone is against them. Someone is out to come and get them. When in all actually, well, you know, these people are basically trying to show you that it's your behavior that is making them target you. But I'm going to go ahead and read some of this article. This is what the article says. They said police officers in San Francisco, California, are under investigation after they were caught exchanging racist texts. The text messages were exchanged between former Sergeant Ian Firminger and current officers Michael Robinson, Noel Schwab, Rain Doherty, and Michael Celis, uh according to the San Francisco Chronicle. This revelation comes on the heels of the federal persecution and the conviction of Sergeant Firminger on corruption charges. Now, thanks to this revelation, all four officers have been reassigned but that is far from being seriously disciplined or fired. Instead, they have just been moved to positions where they have no contact with the public. San Francisco police officials apparently thought this was a reasonable solution. Many in the public strongly disagree. Some of these things the officers were caught saying include the following list, compiled by alternate from a federal document made public last Friday, and it reads as follows. We got two blacks at my boy's sick school and they are brother and sister. They call their, because dad works, okay, so basically their, because dad works for the school district, and I'm watching them like hawks. In response to a text asking, do you celebrate Kwanzaa? At your school, Firminger wrote, yeah, we burned the cross on the field. Then we celebrate whiteness. Then it goes on to say, it's worth every penny to live here away from the savages. See, there goes that word again, savages. And I guess it's it's that one situation here in America where they usually, you know, it's it's the concept in life where the good have to suffer with the bad. Well, there's a few bad apples that spoil it for the whole bunch. And basically, we as a people the so-called African-American brothers and sisters as a people a community have been targeted as savages because there are some people within the community who are savage. They do not, they don't, they don't take care of themselves and they basically become codependent upon this government. And, There are some other different things in this uh, article I won't read because it's pretty much no different than the first couple ones. You know, there's I guess there's two sides to this. There's the aspect of the police justifying their actions based on an idea that all blacks are savages when there's only really a – there's only really you no know, majority of African-Americans who really are savage. And then there are some who actually do want to govern themselves. But again, the good has to suffer with the bad, but then there's these people who do stereotype.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: There, there are some people who are racially biased. Yeah. And so they mix and fold in with the ones who actually try to just do their job. So, if you know this is where it boils, this where it boils down, our brothers and sisters have to basically wake up and they have to wake up soon because it that one third seems to be pretty much in the fed right about now where the one third will basically basically be will perish. That's pretty much that's pretty much happening right now. Should be, I wouldn't say it should be more, but that's what it's gonna look like. It's gonna be happening because a lot of these brothers and sisters feel like it's okay, you know, to be walking around here in territory that number one don't belong to them, walking around in territory that you don't really comprehend what's going on.
3: I'm
1: black and I'm proud. Oh, I'm proud African-American. Oh, I'm not African-American. I'm American. You're a product. You're Hmm. nothing but chattel property. And at any given time, because you gave them that right to do it, they can dispose you. But number one, they really just want to get rid of most of us because they feel like the majority of us are just a bunch of waste of space because we don't want to do nothing. But that doesn't give most of them the right to basically unjustly and racially uh, show bias against us. Do your job first, but don't go making uh, stereotypes about us uh, based off of just a a small aggregate of people that you basically come into contact with. Because there were, and, and the reason why I say that is just to make sure I clear it up, because there was, Two children who were mentioned in this article—they weren't mentioned by name—but there was a boy and a girl. And just so happened, they happened to be going to a school where the officer's children was going to. The first thing I noticed is that, oh, the officer thought that, hey, these children shouldn't be going to this school, and the only reason they're going here is because their father works for the school district. But I'm going to be watching them like a hawk. Why are you watching them? They didn't do anything to you. You have some people out there who do have uh, who are racially biased towards our people, mm-hmm. and it makes it just that hard for us to for us to commute with them.
0: Brother, brother if I if I may interject,
1: I yeah, agree
0: that I agree with your statement a hundred percent because um Ew, you know there you know there are some people that are, you know, they're just, they are biased, you know. They are, in a sense, yeah, they are biased, you know, because of stereotype, and it doesn't give them the right to be so, you know. Because I know um, from my example, in, in my life, I currently was having a difficulty understanding something that the teacher was saying. And I asked him, I said, um, you know, um, can you explain that, what you're saying, you know, um, and he asked me to explain what, to explain the fact, you know, of, of, of uh, how a battery, you know, how, how, how the battery has a certain percentage when it loses certain votes. And I, and I said, yeah. He's like, you really want me to explain that? I'm like, yeah. I would, I would, I'm like, yes, I would, I would appreciate if you can. He's like, we were just talking about that for the last 20 minutes. You want me to explain what we were talking about for the last twenty minutes, and I said, "Well, you know what? I don't understand what you're saying. You know, I don't get what you're saying. Um, so if if if, it's, if you can explain it, I'd appreciate it. If it's an issue, it's no worry. I will find out the information on my own." And he's like, "Okay, mm-hmm. well, I'm not going to explain it. You know, I'm not. I'm not. You know, you got to backtrack on that." I'm like, "All right, okay, no problem, no problem, right?" And I realized because there's there's. Maybe four, four of us said um, Negro looking individuals in the whole entire program, in the entire program. And it's like I realize some of the other Negro individuals, they don't ask questions. Some of them even come, don't come to class. Um, and some of them just don't ask questions, right? They won't ask questions. They won't ask for help. They won't ask a teacher. Because uh, um, um, they won't even help. You know, me, I'm going to ask for extra help. I'm going to bug you because I know you as your teacher, you're supposed to be doing your job. So mm-hmm. I bug my teachers. Well, I bug, my, I bug that teacher, you know. And um, it's, some of these people, they don't want to do their job. They just want to come to class, sit down, and just copy and paste and think that they can just teach like that. And, you know, I'm not a robot, so don't. Don't deal with me like I'm a robot. I have a question. I understand something I'm gonna ask, and a lot of people they just a lot of people they just feel like oh well, you know what well, he's a negro you know um he got to make it on his own somehow some way he got to figure it out in his own life and I'm not gonna be the one to spend the time and help him out. Oh, but at the same at the same note, it's like you as a teacher, you're supposed to be teaching from one thirty to four thirty, but yet you're leaving at three forty five every day, <laughs> you know. <laughs> So it's like, you know, if, if you want to be that individual and, 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 and not show respect, you can't expect to get back respect. And that doesn't necessarily mean oh, I have the right to disrespect them. No, I'm not saying that neither. But I do see where a lot of people have that mind state. They, they, they have the mind state that, well, you know what, I don't have no hope. Nobody's not giving me a chance. I really want to make the better out of myself, but I'm not getting a chance. I will forget this and forget you and what. If it's a problem step to me and you can do however you want to do it, there's no hope for me anyway. A lot of people have that mentality, yeah. You know, but at the end of the day, it's 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 all about um being all about being grounded upon constituents that are in coagulation with nature. When you are grounded mm-hmm. constituents a or in coagulation with nature, then you are, you are comprehending that it's mm-hmm. not no one individual. It's not going to be me getting all the knowledge and being able to do something with it where I'm receiving self-praise or some kind of self-fame because, you know, that doesn't, that, it's not like that, you know. So it takes you as an individual to find your place. And know how you can contribute towards that which is of value and and and, and it's only it's only with nature right only with things that have the force of nature and things that have uh, essence according to the intent and the glorification of the most high you know and, and 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 there's no better way to start and end with the scriptures right because that 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 right there is, is 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 that right there is um that right there is 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 is, is a actual a actual manifestation of works. You know that I yield. I agree with you there, brother. But you know,
1: the funny thing is, no matter what it is that we're going through here in this government. It must be understood that, of course, everything is going to be for the is going to be for the good of us. In the end, it's really all about how we execute it. It's all how we execute the information that is given us. The Brother Azim in uh, third degree, he he says all the time. How a lot of the reason why we fail so much as a community here in the United States is because we operate in individuality and when we operate like that we make it that much easier for us to be for so to be a target for um, to be a target for these people uh to come against us especially in commerce and the more i the, you know I started seeing it I started seeing it and i and i couldn't do nothing but agree with that it's got to a point to where i don't care what these people do but at some point in time, we have to basically see what it, what it is that's going to work for us. I don't care what it is. Whatever is going to help to build a nation, whatever is going to help us sustain our people, we have to start taking, uh, taking what it is that we're learning from these people, and we have to start applying it to... Trying to create a nation for ourselves, which is what we pretty much are doing right about now, you know. And we should always let that be our focus, and never stray away from that, you know, from that aspect. You know, so I mean, there are times where, you know, most of us are gonna, you know, we're we're gonna go through a situation where, you know. People are going to show biases against us, but we look at it like this. Hey, when we start coming together and we start operating as a unit, screw these people. It's nothing. But I'll tell you, I'll tell you what, though. There are times where these people can be ruthless, and, they, and, and a lot of what they do works to their advantage when you're, when you're living as an individual. I'll tell you something. Just the other day, my uh, mother had told me she had went to the store. And she said that upon her coming back from the store, there was four Caucasian fellows. Well, actually, it was three Caucasian men and one African-American. And as they were walking by her, she was talking past with them one of the gentlemen leaned in her ear and said, get out of town. Mm -hmm. So she said her feelings was hurt. She said because she never, you know, she never had anybody tell us something like that. But she turned around and she went to the restaurant that they proceeded to go into to confront them. And my mom already has this you know. She's when it comes to these people, she already has her mind made up about these people, these caucus.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: you know. But she she put them in their put them in their place.
2: Mm.
1: But I guess this is basically where this is this is where like a lot of just the commoners they like to prey on the fact that oh well, I mean you I mean they're just a nigger, you know they operate by themselves. They don't operate in a, they don't operate in a tribe or a clan or anything like that. So what can they, what can she do or what can he do? We just we we'll do what we want to do with them. But see that'll start that'll change once they see that we start operating as a group. Just like that fellow who basically was walking and the police hemmed him up
2: talked, mm-hmm. and he
1: was supposed to be Indian and the man was the man was Indian, but they said, Oh, well they only hemmed him up because they thought he was an African American dude as if that would have made it how much better. But see, that was their justification for why they did it. Because they understand the difference between the Indian and the Negro. They know that the Indian comes from a body politic. The Negro is a product of the body politic. They can do what they want to do with the Negro, and they made that very clear. So now when we become, an, when we unproduct ourselves from this uh, this business, no more walking down the street and have to look over your shoulder thinking the police going to come and harass you if you didn't do anything wrong. But there are people who do commit crimes and think just because oh, the police is wrong just because no, this just don't work like that. Cause are some people out there who do just do their job, but we don't have to walk down the street feeling like oh we're gonna be antagonized by the police every time we walk out our door. Shouldn't have to feel like that. No more those. But um, and and, and Ark, about you?
0: Yeah, man, and, and Ark, you know what you you made mention of a lot of things and um. You know, uh huh. You may mention of a lot of things. Uh, um, you know, it, 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 it's it's a it's a very good point when you may mention that. You know, first and foremost, you know, um, you know, good to hear that. You know, your mom had the spirit to speak what needed to be said, and at the same time, that you know, she was not. Uh, intimidated, and and no harm came her way. Or... But, but, brother, I mean, may I
1: interject for just a second, though? I'm just going to put it on. I'm going to interject for a second. I'm just going to let it be known I was serious. Yeah. The reason why I was serious is, number one, because it's my mother, and my mom doesn't bother anybody. My mom, daddy, goes out her, out her door. And when she told me this, it was just kind of like, wow, like, what happened? You know, and I was just like, well, did you have your cell phone with you? You could have just, you just could have called somebody. Oh no, I didn't have my cell, my cell phone with me. That really that really uh, made me so mad because I was just like something could have happened to my mother. You know what I'm saying? And, mm-hmm. and nobody would have been there to come to her defense. And it made it even more uh, made it even more mad made me even more mad when the caucus would bust out and say, "Oh no, she may have just overheard a conversation I was having." But my mother was like, no, you leaned in my ear and said these things to me. She said, but I don't care who it is. I don't care which one of y'all it is. The next time y'all approach me like that, quote, unquote, forgive me, I'm beat your ass. So, you know, <laughs> my mama, she ain't no joke, but I just didn't like that, you know. I was, I was a little bit mad, but. Have another foreign nation, you know, disrespect my mother like that. That really did do something to me because I wasn't there, you know. So,
0: but how uh, you, brother? Yeah, brother. You know, it's a blessing that she was protected, and and, and the most I gave her the courage, you know, because uh, mm-hmm. I, 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 you know, that's not an easy thing to even digest, you know. Because trust me, man, you know, my my mother, she's been there for me thick and thin. Good and bad, you see what I'm saying so um i you know I, you know that's not a cool thing at all, man you know, and at the same time it's like at the same time, it's like when you know who you are and what it is you're supposed to do um, at times it can get a little get a little rough when the more size sets tests. And, you know, you get emotional and then you feel the test that he set, you know. Um, it's like, a lot of times in my past, I used to think that, you know, these white people just, these said white people, you know, they just really don't like Negroes. And I'm not gonna try to front like I don't like, I'm not gonna try front like I like them. You know, but I, I you know, and, and, and that made it difficult for me a lot of times growing up because I would sell. I would. I would. I would. I would pretty much always be grabbing the short end of the stick, as the saying goes, right? And mm-hmm. a lot of times, these Caucasians, they're not even like that. You know, a lot of times they're not even. They're not even racist. That's far from mm-hmm. the men. Right. Know? But because my mind state was was how it was, it was like automatically I started to give them a reason to be um, biased. You know, right. because it started to fall into the category of nowhere. I didn't know who I was, and if I knew who I was, I didn't know how to operate as me being with them. You know? Right. So it's like a lot of, a lot of people, they, they, they can't see the importance of nationalizing or operating as a nation. You know, what because there's a guy from Nigeria, and he's in the same program as I am in. Mm-hmm. And he's always talking to me, and I'm like, yo, bro, can't understand a word you're saying. First and foremost, you speak too damn low. I can't hear what you're saying, bro. Like, don't be shy, man. If you say something stupid, oh, well. We all say something stupid, man. Just speak up. Speak up, you know. Mm-hmm. And I realized that that's a barrier for him. You know, he knows how to speak English, but he's not that good at it. So that would cause him to not ask questions, and that would cause, you know, him, you know, him just not. It will be a a a a barrier learning, you know, for him. And um, you could just imagine. You could just imagine you being an individual having to go to another country and you don't have nobody of your nation to operate on your behalf and you don't own anybody in that country, man, not an easy thing. But mm-hmm. the fact is that we have an entire nation that, that, that goes to that every second of the day of the year. Every second, they're operating in a place that they don't have anybody. They don't have a nation. Rep- they don't have a uh, excuse me. They don't have a nation operating on their behalf if needed be. You know, you. And I'm speaking of the Negroes, these said Negroes, and the said, you know, uh, Latinos and natives, Americans, right? I'm speaking of them because many of them do have a nation operating but they're not operating as how the nation is supposed to be, you know. And that's the thing is like as a nation, you know, the people, you know, the individual is not an individual. He's one with the body of the people. And the people is an expression after the likeness of how the natural force is supposed to operate, you know. It's an expression. So it's not no, oh, you're a nation with us and then when you're not, in our headquarters, you're not a nation, or you're not in our jurisdiction, you're not a part of our nation. You know, your nation to the whole four corners of the earth. And, and and that's very important to you know, very important to understand. That's why government law and commerce is is needed. It is a necessity. You know, it's the foundation and it should be the foundation of all things. Because there's nothing underneath the sun that does not operate in some order or some structure. The sun itself operates in an order and structure. It's not going to say, ah, you know what, I don't feel like turning, I don't feel like um, letting off this amount of gas or shining my light or going around in this order for such and such or orbiting or whatever the case may be. It doesn't say that. And they won't say that. No. So we should not, as individuals, start to narrow down our minds to to the point where, like, you know what, Um, I don't care about nobody else. You know, oh, he's not of my nation. It doesn't mean you have the right to mistreat them because that's not a good feeling. Nobody, nobody should be mistreated. That's, that's right, brother. That I that's that's
1: right, you know that's another thing you know um I like about being at tribes is that it does teach you tolerance
2: <clears throat>
1: tribes teaches us tolerance and and that's and there's going to be excuse me that's going to be crucial to our development, of course, we have our curriculum, but we also have ego. And, you know, we can only tame our ego so much with our curriculum, but tolerance of other people is definitely going to tame our ego as well because it's going to basically teach us how to operate outside of our nation with other people. And this is going to be crucial because when we're dealing with other people, I mean, look at the the scriptures. You can see where uh, several of the sons of Judah uh, consummated or married other different nations in order to establish, um, I guess you can say, a type of kingdom or to extend the kingdom or to let the other people uh, introduce their commerce Inside of our nation, or which, what have you? Always, we learn tolerance. But here is something else that our brothers and sisters have to understand, because there's a lot of brothers and sisters who may not be in our nation, who are there. There, there, there was an individual that's on Facebook, and it was she was just like, let's help the people in, I forgot which uh, so-called African country, go to school. And th- there's a problem with that, and there's where the problem comes in. Because one thing I notice about any time that Israel was to be reunited or when Israel was to be regathered, it was more. It, you only really. Un, it was always understood that the person who was to redeem the nation was to redeem the nation first. Mm. You have to take care of your home first before you can invest in other houses. And the reason why that is because if you establish houses. Outside of your home, first, and your home basically, which is your foundation, it, it it basically goes under. Is it very is 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 there a decent chance that you might necessarily have a place to uh, have a place to actually a concrete place that you can basically call your own afterwards, even though you invest so much with other different nations. Yeah, yeah, maybe, and no. It depends on how the people actually deal with you in commerce. But even at the end of the day, it's always understood in the scriptures that when any of the prophets were to regather Israel, they were to regather Israel first and then then converts last. Because, okay. see, we had to make sure that Israel was established before we could basically even gather anybody else as a convert. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Because th- you don't invite someone into a contract that had no part in the contract in the first place. And that's the part where people don't, they misinterpret scripture because they're thinking, okay, they don't think that a covenant is a contract. Hmm. They don't think that a contract is a covenant. And... They misconstrue the idea that anybody who's practicing Hebrewism is a child of Israel. Yeah, that may be the case, but you want to basically, you are. what The idea behind tribes is that we are to gather our people first, because there are a lot of Hebrews, but we are we are here to determine. Who is an Israelite according to their bi- biological genealogy? Not whether they practice the Law of Factious Commandments. Of course, that'll come later. Now, just because they aren't of, just because they aren't an Israelite and they do practice the Law, doesn't mean that you should shun them. No, you shouldn't. Right.
2: You should not
1: mistreat these people because they are not your blood relatives.
0: I, I, but I, I, you I,
1: all. Oh, go ahead, brother.
0: And brother, may I interject because you were speaking upon the fact earlier on about you know um, people being biased, you know, because at the same time, the Most I will use your own enemy to teach you a lesson that can oh, be yeah. a remedy to you. Yeah. But if you're being your worst, you're being your own worst enemy, and you're not aware of that. That's an issue.
2: Yes, sir.
1: I
0: that's I I see you on that.
1: And, sorry, um,
0: I didn't I didn't mean to interject. Um, no, okay. no,
1: no, brother, you're right, and you're right. You know that that's just the thing. You know, because we don't see how we don't see how other nations can be beneficial to you know to us. And see this whole don't get me wrong, Israel had no problem dealing with other people.
0: That was mm-hmm. how they
1: were able to that was how they were able to expand <laughs> their commerce to deal with other people, but they knew how to distinguish themselves in law from these people, and just because you deal with them a certain way don't mean that you have to neglect your home first. And I think that's something that should be reiterated to anybody because there are a lot of people who really don't, they don't really get it. They, it's like, yeah, you do, you do help everybody. But at this particular point in time, there is, there, we, there, there's a mission. The mission right. is it's time to regather the priests of the earth. They have to be regathered first so that the government can basically be resurrected and basically be sustained.
2: Mm-hmm. And the
1: contract can basically be executed because if there is not original, if there are not, if the original people of the contract is not there to enforce that contract, then I guess the people who were converts will continue to enforce the contract, but not the way that it should be enforced. You Hmm. see what I'm saying? But now it's a a conflict now because the real children of Israel are awake, and they're, they're going through their phases of, you know, dealing with the reality that they're in. And most people find out, they come to the conclusions that, yeah, they are Israelites, and some people still have a hard time accepting that. Because there's so many other de- ideologies out there and there's so many people that, you know, that, that looks like them or that is practicing Hebrewism and they can't really make heads or tails of it. But all in all, what I do say is, and, and this is just my, you know, this is my philosophy based off of what I kind of observe in the scriptures is that any time, any time the prophets were regathering Israel, they always regathered the Israelites. They always grabbed, uh, gathered the tribes first, and the converts second. And this is, and and Yeshua made that very clear when he basically attempted to resurrect. The uh, children of Israel. He made that very clear. He made that very clear to the Syro Phoenician woman who basically asked him to heal her, heal her daughter. And he said, "It's not wise to feed the children's food to the dogs." She said, "Well, even the dogs can feed, the, can get the crumbs." And but he, he basically helped this lady because she had faith. She basically, she basically believed. And I'm assuming she practiced the principles of the Torah, if you will. But the mission was still there. Gather Israel. Go to the Israelites. Go to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. So, you know, that's just kind of been like my motto since I kind of been, been here, you know. And... um I live by that and I stick with that. But just because we are together Israel does not mean that we should mistreat anybody outside ourselves because we want the same respect that we want the same respect that you know that we, we want to give the same respect that we want for ourselves. You know, so um and, and, and it's basically it, it teaches us tolerance and it changes our way of thinking And it tames our ego so that we don't think that we're better than anyone else. You know, we're not better than anyone else, but we are preserved for a specific purpose than everyone else because not everybody could have executed the scriptures or execute the principles of that law the way that we could and the way that we know we could. So, you know... You know, that's that's you know, that's just the way it it that's just the way it seems, but that's just a lesson learned. Especially to our future brothers and sisters who may be hearing this and maybe have a hard time, you know, you know, you know, trying to deal with being an Israelite, you better tame that ego first. And you better start loving your people, because then you end up loving. You'll learn how to love other people outside yourself too, because everybody is either good or bad. Everybody has good and bad ways, and you shouldn't mistreat anybody based on color. But you must understand that you have to be patient with your people. But you actually, but you should learn tolerance for other people is for other nations. Now they're just evil. They're just doing evil, and just have no, no care about it. Okay, well then you know there are other ways that you deal with those people, but you shouldn't treat somebody because they're not of your nation, and because they're out, they're different than you. You can learn how to build better relationships, especially better commercial relationships with them. And if you have, you still have, you know, have not really figured out how to grasp it, go all through the scriptures and see how Israel was able to deal with the Hittites and the Canaanites and the, and the Amorites and the Moabites and the Philistines or the Philistines and the Greeks and the Romans and all these other different peoples. Whether good or bad, you can basically see the transitions that, Israel, that the uh, children of Israel were able to make. Um, uh join their uh, expansion of commerce according to their nation. You were able to see it. And you didn't hear anything about racism in there. So, you know. Yeah, on that I uh, yield. You. you have anything,
0: brother? Um, no, I actually do not, brother. I don't have anything at this moment in the form of the time.
1: Well, let me just bring this up. I was reading this article. Um, I was reading this article. Oh, man, did I lose? Well, I lost the article. Are you kidding me? Oh, darn. And it's crazy because I, I had it, but I, I just didn't remember the name to go back. Oh, well. Judge won't release grand jury this morning until cold death. Okay. Oh. But, um, oh, there, there was there, there was uh, something else I, I was I just thought was pretty interesting. So, um, there seems to be this new TV show called Empire that's been put on TV, um, the last couple of months, and, um, I, I don't really watch it. As a matter of fact, I think I only seen one episode, and I just started watching it after that, because I just really didn't see the point of it. Um... They had a party last night, and a lot of the so-called African-American community, they pretty much, some people, I mean, I'm not sure exactly what the party was for. I, well, I'm pretty sure it was pulled for the show, but people were, somehow people have come, people have pretty much taken uh, taken a liking to the show and certain characters that are on the show. And I I I just really can't really watch a lot of these shows that they have uh that they're promoting uh for the so called African American community because the way that the shows are structured is that they're creating this perception of African American behavior that's basically fueling the already, I, the already idolatrous nature of both the black man and the black woman. And I keep seeing these different, I keep seeing the same type of characteristics in a lot of the shows. Like they got a lot of these uh, shows out like uh, the, uh, the Empire and um, Mary Jane and, uh, or Being Mary Jane and uh some other little show uh, uh scandal and they have uh the these three shows have uh, uh supposed to be a list uh uh so called black female actors beautiful women uh by the way, but their characters are so uh I, I told a brother that the characters of these women that they're portraying are very, they always seem to have these black women being promiscuous. And it, it, they'll have them supposedly being independent, I don't need a man, and promiscuous. Like this is supposed to be the nature of the black woman. She's supposed to be independent of a black man, she's supposed to be she's supposed to be independent of a black man, she's supposed to be tough, and she's supposed to be promiscuous. Hmm. And that's a bad combination. It's bad combination it's bad overall because these shows are teaching women that when you basically have come into uh, a position where you are financially stable, you can be the whore that you that you can be the whore that you want to be. It's okay to be a whore. It's almost like they're basically trying to put the woman. Well, not trying. They have basically put the woman in the position of a man. Because what they associate with power, uh, it's it's like the power structure has shifted when it comes to black people. It remains the same with white people, but it shifts with black people. Because, see, white people understand that when you think of white power, you think of the white male image. But when you think of black power, you think about the female black image. The power the, the power shift in the black community has changed and they want these black women to basically uh kinda like show up the black man. Basically like we're gonna show you how to actually do it. But what they're doing is they are turning their their advertising promiscuity uh through these characters. I can't even begin to tell you how I may have slipped through uh, being Mary Jane, and I've seen this coming on mm, uh, just on just the episodes. Like they're not in the episodes, just the commercials. They have this woman on all these different escapades, sleeping with all these different men, and I'm like, well, wait a minute, hold on. No, no independent woman who loves herself is going to basically just give herself to any and everybody. But see, that's just the image that they're trying to sell to black african American, especially the black African-American woman. Oh, you don't need a man. You got power. You got power. So you can do whatever you want to do. But we know that because she don't need because she feels like she's independent, don't need a man, she's still going to get her a fix because that's part of her nature. But she ain't going to just settle for one man because she don't want to share her independence with that man because then she's not gonna be independent anymore, she's gonna be codependent. But I think that's you know, black I think that our brothers and sisters really need to wake up and start seeing these shows for what they are because they're selling especially black women, they're selling them a dream. And they're teaching them that it's okay to uh it's okay to uh, be independent of your black male cont- counterpart and then treat him like a bad trophy. It's, op- it's okay because he got power. But you're giving him a false identity. you giving him a false sense of power. That's not power. Because mm-hmm. someone still governs that black woman. And guess who's behind that? That white man is behind the image of that black woman. So, you know, I mean, it's, it's the Willie Lynch syndrome. Um, mm-hmm. It's perpetuated, and you know our sisters—they're so. At least most of them are coming out of this whole uh, mental state. They're they're coming out of their sleep, but they get sucked back in with these with these uh, with these shows. Because we know women love these shows. They love sitting in front of the TV and finding something something or someone to gossip about. They like to see someone with the latest hairstyle. They like to see someone with the nice clothes. And they like to, you know, they make these characters real flashy and sharp and this diva attitude. Because all black women think they divas, but they don't. They don't realize that their shit stinks. Excuse my French. Some of them don't realize that their shit really stinks. But
2: mm-hmm.
1: the the point is, um, I started to see something with not just the show Empire, but just with a lot of the shows that they're basically advertising to our community and they're basically teaching our women and they'll be going after the children soon. They already got Disney working on gay cartoons for children.
0: Oh, yeah. But they're
1: going they're going after these women with this with oh, screw the black male power. We got black women power. We can, you can be whatever you want to be
0: outside of your man. Like, that's, that's crazy.
2: Well, yeah. You know what?
0: um, You know what's funny? Because um, I was, I was reading, uh, I started reading a book. I came across this book. I didn't finish it, but the book is called. The United Independent Compensatory Code System Concept, a textbook workbook for thought, speech, and or action for victims of racism, open quote, white and press supremacy, close quote. And it's a long title. But in this book, the man makes mention, the writer is Neely Fuller. And in this book, um, there's this, this one key point he points out, and it makes mention of um yeah it makes mention of a few things. One of them being that like there's nine specific topics that we as said um um he says the term he uses is. Black people. I think it says black people or colored people. I can't remember what the term he used, but... Um, yeah, non-white. Yeah, that's the term use. he used. He uses non-white. We as non-white people, there's nine essential topics that we as non-white people need to understand and comprehend and get involved with the, to basically um control, you know, to basically direct and not have others control it. And the nine are, here we go, nine major areas of people of activity in known universe. Economics, education, entertainment, labor, law, politics, religion, sex, and war. Those are the nine major areas of activities in the known universe. Um, and then this, this, this three sentences. He also makes mention: every thought is a compensatory thought, every word is a compensatory word, every act is a compensatory act, and. When you're speaking about the show Empire, oh my goodness, I, uh, I dislike that show. I really do. Because <laughs> they got good acting and so forth and whatnot, but at the end of the day, it's like you're just, you know, you, you, know, you already made mention that the female, she's now operating as, as a, a, some kind of creature. You know, and now she's our boss lady, Miss Independent. And you know, as a man, you're you know, the man's operating like, okay, you know what? Well, it's all about family. You know, it's all about family. You know, we trying to make it a black owned business. You know, mm-hmm. I all these episodes, I see a one two glimpse here and there, right? And mm-hmm. essentially, it's just putting it's, the uh, the average said common Negro is gonna watch it and be like, oh, I gotta get my money up. Like, well, I gotta get my bread up. I gotta get me a bread maker. You know, so mm-hmm. it really, man, ah, it turns your mental inside out. You know, inside yeah. out, big time, because you're not, you're just gonna be going on all kind of illusions, you know. You're going to be setting up all kind of fantasy things in your mental, and they're not even balanced. There's the, not of anything where you're actually doing something of worth. That's mm. the in your future. Not talk about your future as an individual. Those coming afterwards. Exactly. Right. That's very, very important. And shows like that, essentially, uh, all I see is like, if you work hard at something, you can accomplish it no matter what, as long as you have determination. That's all I see. Mm-hmm. Regardless right. of whatever you work at are good, or if you, work at, if you work hard doing something negative, if you're determined with it, you can make it. And that's, that's, all, that's the message that I get from that kind of show. That's all I get. <clears throat> but that's not saying anything. That's still not saying anything of worth. right.
2: That
1: um, are you? Thank you, brother. Uh, okay, I, I had to basically keep up with the time. The time now is 8.53. I, uh, myself, will be moving over to um, to a meeting at 9 o'clock, and I was wondering if there was anyone else online besides Brother Andrew uh, who had basically came in since we were talking. Okay. Well, brother Andrew, um since seems, seems that you will probably be the only person on
0: unless you want to
1: adjourn for this
0: evening. Yes, brother, I will do so. I will adjourn. I'm going to come off this phone call right here myself.
1: Yes, sir. And um I'll make a I'll make a note that um uh we will basically be back here next week. Uh, again, uh, the uh, real estate class, all the classes won't presume until April 6th. I, I'm assuming that uh, the real estate class will also presume around, uh, after April 6th as well. Uh, make sure that, you know, whoever joins in at the last minute, make sure that you go over all your materials for the real estate investment program. And uh, go over all of the notes that you basically have taken in your class, so that when class resumes, you will be uh refreshed and ready to uh ready to learn and um I'll also say that you know this year being around uh you know being seeing uh, not being able to participate. In a lot of these holy days, it made the time go by faster, but it also shows a lot of flaws, particularly in our people. And and I usually kind of see it mostly when I'm, you know, when I'm looking at these holy days, I'm looking specifically looking at our people because I'm just amazed that it's been 400 years, we're in the age of information, and you still have a bunch of people who still, still don't understand that we shouldn't be celebrating these holy days. And because you decide to fashion yourself after the people because you think they're having fun, well, you also got to remember that when the time comes for them to answer for the things that they have done and you have done just the same, don't assume that you you should, you don't assume that your treatment Uh, your judgment should be any less than theirs because you have made yourself to look just like them. And at the end of the day, they're only doing what they were designed to do and they are following the rules of their government. It's jacked up as it is. They're following the rules of their government. Their government says that, Hey, you know, this is the way that we, we, this is the way that we do it. But you know, you know, after seeing the history of this country, African Americans should not be falling up with a lot of these holidays. Not at all. Not even Mother's Day and Father's Day, and that's right around the corner. So, um, on that note, I will, uh, I will uh, get ready to exit. I will see the brothers and sisters here again next week, Thursday, for fellowship. And, Brother uh, Andrew, thank you for coming out and, you know, joining me, as you always do, or joining the fellowship, as you always do, um, and basically giving people peace of your mind. And uh, I love you all, and shalom.
0: Shalom. It's good to hear from you also. you know, continuously, you're doing a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful work, wonderful job, you know, and I appreciate I appreciate the love that you shed to the nation. It's well appreciated. Ak. Continue on being strengthened by the most You know, because like you was definitely needed and appreciated. Ak. As well I as brother. here, brother. Yes, brother, dear. Brother. yes, dear brother. Thank you. Mhm. All right. Shalom. Ak.
1: Shalom, brother.